Welcome to the Practical Mystic Show, where we bring you simple tips and techniques from around the globe to help practical people deal with extraordinary experiences. And now, your favorite scientist, shaman, and sacred clown, and also the show's host, Janine Bolin. Hey, welcome back to the Practical Mystic Show, and I am your host, Janine Bolin, and I happen to have with me today someone who I absolutely adore and cherish because we have been on podcasts together multiple times, we've been on interviews together, and my fellow author by the name of Reem, and Reem, R-E-E-M, Reem is not only an author who wrote the book, Not a Follower. And I think in this day and age where everybody's talking about building community and leading your tribe and all that stuff is great if they have your highest and best good at heart. But what Reem is talking about in her book, Not a Follower, is about how to go investing in yourself by manifesting, discovering yourself, and creating the future that you want. She really does talk about how to put your hands in the clay of life and build it in a way that you want it to look like instead of what other people look like. So don't think that Reem is busting on all those really great teachers that are out there. Actually, it's the exact opposite. She celebrates them. She's grateful for them. But at some point, you have to step away from the teachings You have to integrate what you're learning, and Reem is going to talk to us today about, we're going to start off with the number one tip, and that is something you have learned since you were knee-high to a grasshopper, as my grandfather used to say. Ever since you were a wee little child, you have heard, you should not lie. But then we're taught it's okay to lie, like little white lies. And then things kind of get out of hand after you become an adult. So, Reem, thank you so much for joining us today on the show. Hello, Janine. Thank you so much for having me. And I adore you as well. I'm always happy to be with you and to be part of your show. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time and your show as well. Yeah, thank you. Uh, What we are going to talk today is you hear this word so much you know, it's like, if I hear it one more time, I think I'm going to barf. I almost get nauseated. It's just authenticity, authenticity. And the thing that I find funny is people who are promoting authenticity the most are the ones who know it, but they really don't know how to express it uh, very well. And I think you do that brilliantly in your book about how you live in your personal truth using your personal integrity. And that's very specific to you. So I would love for you to chat just a little bit about authenticity as it is defined by you personally, and then how you have gone about with your own individual lessons, because you've had so many amazing teachers in your book, you talk about, you know, you list them all off. And yet, you still had to step away, you still had to sit and integrate. So if you don't mind sharing with us a little bit about your process in that. This is such a great topic, Janine, to talk about because this is how we should be in front of our kids, to be the role models for our kids, to be authentic, right? This is what we teach our kids every single day. Do not lie. Be authentic. Say the truth. Oh, my God. If you don't say the truth, this is going to be such a big deal. When we ourselves, we sometimes slip and we do not say the truth to our kids. And I think the best thing about life is to be your true self. That's when you're going to find peace and you're going to find light and love to yourself as well. And this is what I noticed while I was going, that sometimes I'm not here in a position to judge anyone. Of course, everyone has his own challenges in his life, and he has his own gifts. 
and his own journey as well. So we're here just looking at our journey and we want to get just the best out of it. And this is was my intention since I started. I would love to get the best out of it. But how would I get the best out of it if I wasn't through with myself? So with every teacher, I will always just go and looking for the answer for my questions. And after the whole journey, I thought, okay, now it's about time for me to create my own path. I collected all these gifts and now my path has to start. But I found out with the path, theories are so easy. And it's so wonderful to say theories. I can just sit over here and tell you any theory that you would like to hear that will match what you want to hear and it will be great. But now this is the thing. How can you apply all these theories to your life? And that's when I used to talk to Omar, my husband, and I would tell him all these theories and he would be like, yeah, but these are all theories. And that's when I agreed with him. I have to step out and, you know, try out what I've learned. And I found out that now I'm creating my own theories while I'm going. And it wasn't fun. Sometimes it had lots of challenges with myself. It's not about others. It was about me. Reem, I was always challenged with my, uh, uh, you know, with everything I learned when I was young, with how do I want to represent myself in front of my kids, in front of my uh, workers, in front of my team, in front of my neighbors, because everyone has so many expectations. And they think when you start traveling and having your own book, your own company that you're set. And as I mentioned in the book at the end, that you think that I'm a great manifester, I'm still learning. And I still have too many things because the more you learn, the more you evolve. But I found out the more I'm true with myself, that's when everything just comes to me. And as they said, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And this is how it works. The more you are more authentic with yourself and it is totally okay to cry. It's totally okay to keep doubting yourself. I would tell you until now, I have my own doubts with my products. I have products outside and you always have big dreams about these products and you have a big visions and you look at these visions and you know you're not there yet. And here you are, you're people, they think that you're the manifester. How come you're not there yet? And I look at myself, I'm like, there's apparently still too many things for me to learn. And I'm up for it. I'm up for the challenge. The most important thing is not to stop. Just keep going and do not stop because we're going to have too many obstacles while we're going, while we're manifesting. No matter how great you are, you'll always have these challenges for you to evolve, to grow, to expand. And this is, I think, the best thing about life is our weakness. Is to appreciate your weakness, to respect it, to just, you know, be present. Uh, And I think uh, these uh, things, what makes you uh, the best version of yourself, because you're looking to challenge yourself, not to challenge others out to, or to be better than others, just to be your authentic self. 
Okay. So thank you. All of that is wonderful. And I love the fact that you talk about just because you have a book, just because you have a business, everybody thinks you're set, you're a great manifester, when in actuality, there is a lot going on behind the scenes that you have no clue how to fix. You know, links break, uh, Zoom calls get dropped. There's, it goes on and on. We won't, we won't list it all. But I would like to really dig deep on a subject. And that is, you talk about, you started off with just be true to yourself. Now, we even have in English literature how Shakespeare was like, to thine own self be true, and then thou cannot be false to any man, right? You hear these things, hear them in scripture, that kind of thing. What are they talking about? Okay, as a young person, as a young person on the path, I would hear these very general theories. I love the way you say that, you know, these general theories. And yet I would look at that and I, and I would be, what does that look like? What are you telling me? I hear the English, but it is not translating in my head. And I would get so fierce, frustrated. Now, I have the answers for myself now, but what I would love from you is how do you coach a person through that when you are their teacher? Like they know that they need to come to you to learn this. So how do you share with them? This is what it means to be true. Is there a step-by-step process of being true to yourself or is there an experience you can share with us that helped you learn that lesson of what it means to be true to oneself? You know, Jeanine, this is an interesting question because at the end of the year, I was talking with Omar and usually we write our, uh, you know, uh, vision for this year and resolution and how do we see this year. And Omar, uh, he was asking me, how do I see last year and next year? What did we achieve last year and how we're going to do it for next year? So I told him the best. And I know this is unexpected answer. And this is not something that anyone will teach you, but I believe the best, the best thing, and I'm saying it out of my personal experience, is to start by forgiving. If you are able to forgive the situation, to forgive the people around you, to forgive yourself, this is the first step to reach your authentic self. Because now you are looking at your life in a completely different way. It's the way that you stopped judging the whole situation and uh, look at the whole story of your life in a completely different way. Then you step in, and that's what I told Omar, that my year, if I would set a vision for my year, is to be more present. Visions are great after five years. You know, we always have visions for ourselves after five years, after seven years. How do I see myself? But I would say the first step is to start forgiving yourself and people around you. Because believe it or not, it does take off too many layers if you're from your authentic self, from your true self to see who you are and what do you want to do and how you want to go further in life. I know this is something that they no leader will tell you this, but I'm saying this out of experience. The more I forgive, this is the best way for me to be my authentic self. Because now I'm seeing the whole situation in a completely different way. I'm seeing it as a gift. 
I'm seeing it as a lessons, as a learning experiences. And the way the answers will start coming to you, it is an unexpected way. And I don't think anybody understands how much forgiveness is very important. It is extremely, extremely important. I know this is unexpected. You will think, yeah, maybe you have to sit and talk to yourself. But for me, it's just forgive yourself first and go from there to be your authentic self. Because once you forgive yourself, you know, now you feel you're more relaxed and you're more accepting to the whole life, to to your whole past. And then move on, be present. This is the most important thing as I always say, this is my intention for this year, just to be present. And the more you're present, that's the more also you're going to be your authentic self. You're going to be receiving more your manifestations and the answers to your questions. Well, thank you so much. I wish uh, I wish uh, my listeners could have seen you. You literally lit up as you were describing all of this. You, your whole demeanor change of like, forgive, forgive, forgive. And and there's precedence for this. And sometimes we forget about it. But there are certain religions on this planet that they have a day of forgiveness where you actually sit either in meditation or prayer, depending upon the culture. And you sit and you line item by line item. They're having you go through your whole year forgiving any indiscretion on your own part as well as what was done to you and then doing a mass clearing of the entire tribe or congregation Mm -hmm. or whatever that particular religious body is called and i've seen it around the world because of the travels that i've had that i have seen this day of forgiveness where you're allowed to just kind of cut loose and just scream in agony if you need to, uh, shed tears. And I I see when I come to America, and I love this country so much, but there are certain aspects of our culture where I see we could learn something from some of our uh, fellow earthlings and Mm -hmm. other cultures about how to release that pent-up emotion because uh, let's talk about self-forgiveness, if you don't mind. That's a very uncomfortable topic for some people. Uh, anyone who's been in a traumatic situation, which is basically anyone on planet Earth, um, <laughs> we, all, we all have a trauma of some kind. But it's to be able to forgive yourself for getting yourself in that position. That's number one. I would love to hear how you walked yourself out of some of your own, you don't have to get personal, you don't have to name names or anything, but just the, the mental process of going through this, the process of forgiveness and walking out of, you got yourself into a situation and, and you also forgave yourself out of it. Oh my God, this, I have actually a great story for this. I'm glad you asked me this question because what happened on New Year's Eve, and we're talking about like a few days ago, uh, I had an argument with my family. There was like a huge argument. And again, as we said, you think that you know it all. Now you're aware and you know that your thoughts is your destiny. And I have a book about this. I have a podcast. I have an app and I'm a leader. And here I am. I slipped. And what I did at night, I'm like, oh, my God, I just can't believe myself. How did I slip? I should be aware of this. So every single night I do forgiveness. I, if I, every single time I would like to expand, I would do a forgiveness. And this is my rule in life. And this is what I taught my kids as well. So I sat at night. I started doing forgiveness. I did forgiveness for each one of my family, for my daughters, for my husband. And at the end, usually I start forgiving myself after I forgive everyone. 
So that night, while I was doing the forgiveness, I usually I charge myself. I look at my gifts and then I forgive myself. And here I am. I wanted to give the forgiveness for myself. I couldn't. I just absolutely could not do it. And I woke up early. I let it go. I respected that myself is not ready to forgive me because I couldn't believe that Reem slipped and did what she did last night. So I sat with uh, Omar and we were having our coffee. I told him, I just can't believe it, Omar. I could not forgive myself. He's like, this is interesting, but it wasn't like a really big deal. I'm like, I know, but apparently my ego does not want to forgive me because how did I do this? How dare you, you know, to slip? So I let it go. I just enjoyed my time. I came back and here I am having a, heart, a pain in my heart. I felt like it was a heart attack and every, like the my back was painful, my heart, my arm. I'm like, what is going on over here? So I did everything I'm supposed to do while I'm meditating. And I'm like, okay, let me just forgive myself because until now I did not forgive myself. So I did the charge on Reem. I looked my, at my gifts and the minute I said, Reem, I forgive you. And the whole pain, it was just pulled out of my heart. And I took like a really deep breath. I'm like, what's going on? The whole pain was gone. So I woke up in the morning and I told Omar, I'm like, I just can't believe this. I needed to forgive myself. So you see, you forgiving yourself, you're affecting your heart first before affecting anyone. That's why I'm saying, and I do go to a retreats for a long week forgiveness, by the way. This is, this is what I'm doing now every year. I would disconnect for a whole week. I just do a retreat for forgiveness. And that's every time I want to expand. And I tell Omar, every time I want to expand, I do forgiveness. It did affect my brain waves. I did uh, a brain mapping and it shows before the forgiveness, how do I, how did my brain, my alpha waves, my gamma, and how after forgiveness, my alpha is more in coherence with my heart. Uh, I'm receiving better. That's why I'm saying forgiveness is very important because every time you forgive, you receive more from the field, you receive the answers. It's like open a gateway to your soul to receive after every time you forgive. And that's why I was saying at the beginning, you know, I know it's not a normal answer, but it is one of the easiest answer if you want to start your journey to forgive. I, I, I totally agree with you. And I share this with my students a lot. A lot of people don't like my answers because they seem so simple. But that is the true aspect of a master teaching. I'm not saying I'm the master. I'm just saying a master teaching is incredibly simple. And when you watch a master craftsman, whether they're throwing a pot or they're sculpting or they're doing artwork, it looks easy. Like a martial artist can move about a mat and they make it look easy. You try to do it and you're like, oh my gosh, my body will not move in this form or what have you. And so this is the same. And I really want to dig into this self-forgiveness because the type of people who are practical mystics, they find it very easy to forgive everyone on planet. Sure. They can forgive and, and thank God. Thank, you know, thank goodness they can because uh, without them doing that level of forgiveness, uh, we as human beings, as humankind, would not evolve. However, in order for them not to suffer burnout 
Or if you want to use a little bit of the gamer terminology that I like to use, if you want to level up, I mean, you use the word expand. Every time you want to expand, I'm like, if I want to level up with new skills, new new mm-hmm. powerful weapons, new whatever, a new adventure for this soul to run around in here on planet Earth, you really do have to forgive yourself. And it can be done in a, a variety of ways. What Reem is teaching us now is just, you know, her way, but figure it out, right? Figure it out. Even if something's been done to you that you feel is unforgivable because you did it, right? This is a big one. Even if you, what something you did you feel is unforgivable, there is nothing that is further from the truth as far as source is concerned. And I'd love for you to share a little bit about that. You know, even if somebody feels something they've done is unforgivable, that that kind of judgment is keeping them from their source. As you said, it's always judging ourselves. And once I was telling my uh, daughter, how would you feel if I come to you and tell you, guess what? You are a loser. And guess what? You cannot do it, Lana. Or maybe you're, you look really fat. Maybe you have to go and take care of yourself. Oh my. I thought, how would you feel about it? She's like, well, this is me. I'm like, you see, this is exactly you when you talk to yourself. You have to watch your thought while you are chatting with yourself. You cannot just stand in front of the mirror or maybe while you're working on what you're doing and say, oh my God, I'm so stupid. How did I do that? Would you tell this to your coworker or to even anyone that is walking by? She's like, no, I'm like, well, you know, you have to watch it then. You have to respect yourself the way you respect other. And the more you respect yourself, that's when you will get the best out of yourself, because how would yourself give you anything if you do not even uh, honor her or you cannot respect this soul? So now they watch their thoughts in a different way. And I always uh, say it. Why are we so harsh on ourselves? Why do we always want get you know the best out of ourselves? And I notice this the more I forgive myself now when I get upset or, you know, from a situation that's happening. So the chatter that goes in my brain, I did my best according to my knowledge. So there's no judging over here. Just look at the situation and try to understand it. What are your gifts? Why are you going through the situation? And it is totally okay to go through sometimes a big challenge because the big gifts usually comes from a really deep challenge in your soul. And as you said, all religions, they've been talking about forgiveness. And I don't know why we always dismiss it. We always think that it's something simple. And yeah, where would it take me? But believe it or not, it does really affect your all the brain waves inside your head. It will affect your alpha, your alpha. And that's when you receive all the answers from the field. And if just by a simple act, you can receive the answer, why not to do it? And why do you have to be really harsh to yourself? And why not just to enjoy this journey? It is, you know what, I w- it's not an easy journey, no. And it's not really pleasant. Uh, and it does really carry lots of uh, challenges and it has lots of weakness. But uh, I do believe... Uh, This is uh, when you want to reach divine. If you want to be divinity, you have to think uh, divinity. 
you have to be a forgiver, a giver, uh, a loving person. We're so powerful when we are uh, we are together as one. And this is what adds a collective consciousness. And that's what I always call for. This is our pentageia. We are so powerful. We are collective. So send love to others so you are able to receive love to yourself and be able to forgive yourself while you're going. I know these are very simple, Ashen. As you said, people, they think that it has to be sophisticated, but the life is way too simpler than what we think. It's really simple if we are just able to sit and acknowledge this. This is, uh, I know, sometimes I feel that because it's so simple uh people there wouldn't really take it uh, seriously but with time they're going to understand that this is reality it's very simple and that is one of the things i i find so lovely when i stumble across very simple as i call them gold nuggets in different scripture or something and i wish i could attribute it to the right master but i can't remember i remember reading somewhere that when we get angry especially when we're angry at ourselves because a lot of times we get angry at ourselves for repeating like i thought i already cleared this i thought mm-hmm. i already learned this lesson right mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately sometimes those of us who are striving for the highest frequencies that we can master at this uh, physical level, sometimes we're the most harsh on ourselves for just having being human, you know, just having those moments when we so-called fail, you know, we're not failing, but we feel like that in that moment. Mm -hmm. But this master was really cool. And he said, when you feel anger, he's like, when you're feeling anger, you are punishing yourself for someone else's mistake. And I had to really sit with that. When I first heard that, you know, because I'm such a scientist and very analytical, I had to go, whoa, wait a minute. And then I got angry one day. And then I realized, oh, my God, he's right. (laughs) Because I was angry that I was put in a position where I wasn't as prepared as I wanted to be and blah, blah, blah. You know, all the head trash that we will think. (laughs) And like you, I know better. But no, there I was, right? So. Mm -hmm. Those sorts of emotions where you do not forgive yourself or anger, uh, there are ways to walk yourself out of that. So, Reem, you do this for a living. You coach. You work with businesses. You work with individuals. Uh, how can somebody get a hold of you and buy your book and learn a lot more about what you do? Uh, well, we do have our website, New Dream dot org or dot com where you can find the book the podcast uh, the pentajaya app and how to reach me and now as well i'm gonna start my own blogs so i'm gonna have more articles over there i'm working on my second book right now as well i'm converting all uh, the episodes into a book so people sometimes they will just like you know our readers just to read really quick if they would like to have a tip for manifestation I do believe uh, we are here to help as well. And this is the core of our life is to be a giver. If you would like to receive, you should give. And I'm always available, as I always tell my listeners on my podcast, I'm always available. If you have any question, you can just email me, find me on Instagram as well, under Pantajaya or Riem Musa. Uh, I'm available everywhere. I just love to help. And right. this well, how you receive by helping. Other- <laughs> helping. <laughs> so today we wanted to really cover how to get to that point where you're not lying 
to yourself by not forgiving yourself. And that is the reason why we started off with lies, white lies, and we moved down into the really what the core is. We're lying because we don't know how to forgive ourselves. So our ego kind of sidesteps that. And so that was the purpose of this. Anything else you care to share with us before we go today? Uh, actually, um, if I would add something is uh, with you know, I know we started with lying and forgiving, uh, but since we're talking about how to manifest and how to receive faster, also what you're looking for, I would like just to add how important it is to be a giver. And when I say a giver, it's not my money. It's with your information, with uh, being there for your neighbor, being for there for each other. Just sit and send love to others. This is something that, this is Earth, what we need right now on Earth to elevate the vibration around the Earth. We have to be uh, there for each other. And to me, this is also one of the fastest way for you to manifest is to be there for others and to be a giver and a forgiver as well. I hope uh, your listeners, they enjoyed this uh, episode as much. I always enjoy your journey and your energy always reflect on me and affect my, you know, soul and my heart. Thank you so much for being here, and Thank you for doing this podcast and helping others. It's always a pleasure being uh, with you and around you. Oh, thank you so much, Rima. I appreciate that. And for my listeners, one of the things I wish to share with you is we will have Reem back in a couple of months when her schedule allows. Uh, and we're going to have her back so that she can talk to you about how to give without burnout. Because a lot of times practical mystics will give and give and give, and then they will burn out in usually five to 10 years. They just can't do it anymore. And so what we're going to do is talk to you about how to go about setting up those foundations so that you give without burnout. And that, that's going to be our next episode in a couple of months. So stay tuned. And while you're waiting, make sure you pick up a copy of Not a Follower by Reem, R-E-E-M Musa. And she also has the Pangea Corporation and app. So those are things that you can go investigate. And I really recommend that you reach out to her for her free materials. So thanks again for listening. It's always a joy to have you. Keep your feet firmly planted on the ground, but don't you dare give up on those dreams and you keep reaching for the stars. This has been the Practical Mystic Show with Janine Bolin. For show notes, resources, and more, visit the eightgates.com. Thanks for listening.